Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Ridge Community Church Podcast. My name is John. I'm one of the pastors on staff at the Ridge, and our vision is to bring the hope of Jesus into every home. So as a piece of that, our goal each week is to bring you something that's hopeful and helpful. So subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any hopeful and helpful conversations. Hey, everyone. I'm really excited to share with all of you my conversation I recently had with Aaron Nevacosi. Aaron manages a lot of the social media at The Ridge and is really passionate about the positive side of social media. And we had a really great conversation about how to just keep things positive, what she's learned about posting over the years, and how to share your faith on social in a meaningful way. And so here's my conversation with Aaron. Well, hey, Aaron. Thanks for coming on to The Ridge podcast. Thanks would for having mind, me. Yeah. Would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm here in Arizona. I moved down here about a year ago, but I was born and raised in Wisconsin. I grew up in Burlington and went to college at UW-Whitewater and then finished up at UW-Milwaukee. I've been married almost 15 years and we have three kids. And up until last year when we moved, we lived in different suburbs around Milwaukee, Shorewood, Greenfield, and then New Berlin. And then last year, we just up and moved ourselves down to sunny Arizona because we just wanted some warmer weather and more outdoors time. And it's been a huge change, but so exciting. And we've already been back to Wisconsin three times. We just got back from a wonderful trip back to Wisconsin. So Wisconsin is still home for us too. I noticed um, you, uh, I noticed you visit during the summer. That's, that's uh, on purpose, right? Yeah. You know, the weather wasn't great for us when we were back these nine days, it did get nice toward the end. Um, but we packed in a lot of fun and we did visit over Christmas as well. The weather isn't quite so nice then, but you got to come home for Christmas. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I first came to the Ridge in 2015 and it's played such a huge role in my faith journey. And now I'm on staff as of this year, which I kind of felt God leading me in that direction. But I thought when I moved away, it would not be part of my story. But then the team welcomed me in and I'm working from afar and it has just been the hugest blessing. But um, Yeah. So you mentioned joining the Ridge staff. Could you share a little bit about what you do at the Ridge? Yeah. So I'm on the communications team and I head up the marketing strategy and do a lot of the social media, Facebook, Instagram, or even on TikTok now. Ooh, nice plug. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, what, so, and the reason why you run with a lot with the social media stuff is because that was a passionate area in your own personal life. Right. Um, what is it about social media that you seem to really connect with? Yeah. I think I did get the Ridge team's attention over the years because I just loved the Ridge so much and it was playing such a huge role in my life that I couldn't help, but post about it sometimes and share my journey. And, you know, I've always been a sharer. I have been on social media since I could be on social media. I actually got started in 2004 when I started my first blog, like when blogs were first a thing, I had decided in college that I should run a marathon and I had never even run a mile, but I just had this thought, like, I'm going to run the Chicago marathon. And so I decided to start a blog to share my experience and then that just kind of started the whole path. I was hired by Visit Milwaukee to write a blog about their outdoor recreation scene for a couple of years. 
And it got featured in USA Today and National Geographic Traveler and all these cool publications. And I just realized I loved sharing my life and my experiences. And so once I could get on Facebook and then Instagram, I did. And I just, I love having it as like this free scrapbook of things that I can look back on. And I also just enjoy sharing my life with people who are maybe far away or who I've lost connection with, or even my own family. It's just nice to, for them to be able to check in and see what we're up to. I, I really enjoy the, the connection part of it as well. Uh, sometimes I notice that people like, um, there are times when people, maybe they're more reserved in person and then on social or in the, in the internet, they like, they like, they have more freedom to kind of share things like that. Is that true for you? Or are you just kind of a sharer anyway? Hmm. That's a good question. I think I'm both. I think you meet me and I'm fairly friendly and outgoing and I am an open book. Like, um, I kind of wear my heart on my sleeve and I, I don't hide well anything I, I like to share. So yes, I'm both ways. I think other people, it might be a little different. They might be a little more comfortable behind a screen, which can be good and bad. Um, yeah, but I think I'm comfortable, pretty comfortable on both. Yeah. Let's talk, you mentioned the good and bad. I know that there's like, you know, historically, or you've, we've probably read the articles, you've heard the comments or, you know, you maybe even just in conversations with people like that, oh, social media or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think no shocker here, there definitely is that side of it. Uh, but there's also a really positive side too, obviously is you connect with, cause you're passionate about that. What, um, what do you think that can look like? Yeah, I think social media is just such a big part of life these days. And I can understand why, certainly why people have gotten burned out on it or just turned off by it. There are a lot of drawbacks to it, but I think we also have a lot of power when it comes to how we use it and how we curate our own experience. I think, you know, we can fall down the hole of it becoming too addictive and taking up too much of our precious time. And I think we can all fall into the comparison game. I think that's a huge part of it where we just see people's highlight reel. And we know rationally that we're only seeing these little snippets, these good parts that people are sharing, but then in our heads, like that's what their whole life looks like. And I just think we have to be, we have to talk ourselves through that and not compare ourselves to other people's highlight reels. And I think I've also always tried to strike a balance. So, because I know that the way I look at other people, they might be looking at me that way. And I don't want them to think, Oh, her life is perfect. And she has no problems. And I don't think social media is the place to vent and complain and whine and be super negative because that's not why people are going on there. And there's enough of that in the world. Like, yes, we all have our problems. Um, but I think especially as we talk about people who are followers of Jesus and we want to spread that light in the world. I really try to share the good and the bad on social media, but when I do share the bad or the struggles or challenges, I still try to do it in a way where there's maybe a positive spin or a lesson that someone might be able to learn or, you know, an element of gratitude to it just so that people understand I'm human too but maybe they feel less alone because we, I'm willing to share my own struggles. And I think some people aren't, um, but it, 
it really does make us feel, I think, more connected when we're willing to share both sides of it, but just not in a super negative way. Yeah, that makes sense. Is it, Do you have like an example that comes to mind when, when you think of that? Because I, I feel like I connect with that like in my head, but I'm thinking of like, oh, I wonder what, what does that practically look like? Yeah, I mean, I have a bunch of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I think we can share the things that happen to us that we have no control over. Like when we were living in New Berlin um, in the fall of 2019, our whole finished basement flooded and we shared photos and we shared the experience and it could have been like, whoa, is me, this is terrible. And it was, but it was kind of like, oh, wow, look what we're going through and we're going to make yeah. the most of it. And, you know, I've gone through uh, the loss of a friendship over the last year. And it's been really hard for me. And I think that's happened a lot over the last year. And instead of just keeping it all to myself, I finally opened up about it. And not only did I get so many comments on that post, that very vulnerable post, but I also had a lot of messages saying, thank you so much for sharing that. And I've been through that too. And I feel less alone. And, and for me, a lot of parenting stuff too, because parenting is really hard and kids, yeah, they look adorable in the pictures, but they're, you know, they're challenging. And so I will share parenting struggles as well, because I know we can all, all of us parents can bond over that. Yeah. So, so when you're thinking through sharing something that is, uh, I don't want to say negative aspect of your life, but kind of like a hard thing you're going through, right? Do you need to be in a certain like healthy place about that topic before you share? Are there certain things you'll like make sure you don't include? What does that kind of process look like before you post that? Sure. Uh, some things are just happening in the moment and I will ask myself, like, am I going to be embarrassed about this someday? Or like, will my kid be embarrassed about this someday? I don't ever want to post something that I'm really, I think in the moment that I'm going to regret someday. But then there are other things like, for example, the loss of the friendship. Like when I was in that for so many months, I couldn't share about it. I was not yeah. healed in any way yet. But I think once I was more removed, I could reflect and know that when I share that, like I never shared just for my own, like, this is going to make me feel better because I'm putting it out there. It's more like I'm, I want to put this out there to connect with others and to make them feel better, perhaps if they've been through something like this too, like a solidarity yeah. thing. Yeah, no, that's really good. I, I, I think it, particularly this concept they're touching on and sorry if I'm over like, uh, overthinking it but there's that like okay like my motivation behind posting goes to a goes to a large extent about how much i'm able to whether comments on it or things like that like if i'm in a, a healthier place or i'm doing it for yeah. others then that changes you know maybe the thought process behind what i say or a word in the post if i'm specifically thinking hey how how are individuals going to be helped by this right that's a completely different mindset right, right. then sure. i'll feel better if i do this you know, yeah, it's not just almost like looking for support, you know, is that like something you're trying, like, do you ever post trying to look for support or is it mainly trying just to help? Um, I don't think I ever post totally looking for support, but there's maybe a balance there. Like that's a nice side effect of it. Sure. But I will also say, I don't just post a hundred percent, like to help others. Like certainly it's, uh, <laughs> it's for myself too. No, I mean, yeah. And a part of that's enjoying it and all that. It stuff is. Too. I, I enjoy having it to look back on and I enjoy the connection with other people for sure. 
Sure. So we've, we focused a little bit on the, the, the deep dive on the, the, the negative hard post. How about some of the positive stuff? Like when you share the positive aspects, what are some responses you've seen from people? Yeah, I, so I was reflecting on this a little bit before we talked because I, I've grown obviously a lot over 15 years or whatever it's been of being on social media and my time hop goes back like 14 years. And so I think we can, anyone who has time hop can relate to some of the things that you maybe posted five or 10 years ago and you're, you're different now. Um, so for example, I used to post about like hating the weather and dumb winter. And it's like, how is that going to serve anyone? It's, it's really not, it's just me venting. And so I don't do stuff like that as much anymore. Yeah. Um, I more just want to share my life. And I know we all have varying degrees of wanting to share, wanting to be open. But for me, I just have this desire in my life to encourage and inspire other people. I read this quote years ago and it's just stuck with me and it's be brave with your life so that others can be brave with theirs. And I feel like when you're willing to push yourself and grow and be better, you know, I think sometimes we can hold back on, on sharing that because we think we're bragging or showing off or something, but I have not let that stop me because I know that if one person or a few people think, Oh, she's being braggy, like there are so many others who are inspired by that. And so I like to share how I'm growing and what I'm doing to challenge myself because I think it, it helps people think of things maybe that never would have occurred to them before, or it inspires them to do something that maybe they wouldn't do before and, or do. And I think that can be one really positive aspect of social media and not even just like the healthy things that you can do. Or like, for example, I posted once about giving to a specific charity and, and asking people like, where do you give your charitable dollars? And it inspired a friend of mine to start this nonprofit and it's been going for eight years now. And it was all sparked oh, wow. from this one. And I remember at the time thinking, I don't know if I really want to, you know, are people going to think I'm trying to brag about like, oh, we give to charity. But again, you can't let that fear hold you back because again, when you can be vulnerable, you spark conversations and you inspire people in their lives. That just gets me thinking about how, you know, if someone's going to react negatively, they're going to react negatively there's nothing you can do about that. Right. Right. And so, um, part of it comes with, I'm willing to, to risk or have people think a certain way about me if it helps others. Absolutely. Because even as you're saying that, I'm thinking, you know, that's in the back of my mind. I'm like, you know what, but I bet that person who's going to react negatively or say something like that, uh, I don't want to say it this way, but that's not the person you're hoping to reach. I guess maybe it is. You're hoping you'd hope that they would, right? But your goal isn't necessarily for that person to be inspired. It's for the person that would be inspired by seeing it. Right. And if they react negatively to it, it may be for a reason. And maybe down the line, they'll come back to thinking about that. And like, why did that trigger me the way it did? Or why, you know, and, and so fine. And I think a lot of people hold back because they're afraid of people like that. But what I always think is that it just, it says so much more about them than it does about you. And you can't let that, you know, we're not meant to hide our light under a bushel for fear of what other people think, because not everyone is always going to love you, but 
a lot of people will, and they will be encouraged by what you have to share. Yeah. And I think something that we talk a lot about, uh, in just lots of conversations we've had as a staff or things like that is, uh, when we post, when we do things on social media, do it in such a way that we don't lose influence with others. Um, and influence really mean, Hey, what's our ability to help someone, um, affect change or things like that in their life in a positive way. Um, and there's definitely things that you can post or do that kind of hurt your influence with others. Um, I know I totally did not ask you to, to think anything about that, but uh, have you seen any of that happen or um, are there moments where you've seen other people post something, obviously not naming names, but you're like, oh, that's going to lose their influence or something like that? Yeah, I think that's a lesson that I've learned myself over the years too, you know, along with not posting the whiny things, but also not posting the the opinions that are inflammatory that you think, oh, I'm going to change people's minds, but really you never do. You just alienate a lot of people who maybe don't agree with you. And I think we've seen that come to a head a lot over the last year. And I've just learned that, yes, it's important to stand up for what you believe in, but at the same time, there's a time and a place for it. And I just want to protect my peace and use my platform for good rather than inflaming or causing arguments or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's something to that idea of, you know, you, you can, maybe you can inspire someone through social media, but you're probably not going to convince someone to change their mind on social media. That happens through relationship and investment and really loving someone in a radical way that, oh, now I'm, have a built trust built up to do something like that. Um, and so maybe that goes back to like, hey, what's your goal in posting something? Um, and if your goal is just to share your opinion versus, and once again, not speaking ill of anyone, but just generally speaking, you know, when we post and we're not trying to um, do it from a place of love, we might not post in an effective way, we might lose influence with others. Is that a fair? Sure. It is. And this is something that, I talked a lot with the staff, some of the staff about when I first came on board, it's like, we are wanting to, I don't want to use the word sell, but really we're always selling. We're always marketing. We're marketing ourselves and marketing our ideas. And for us, we are with a church and we have a relationship with Jesus and we want to bring people into that. Um, but the thing is people aren't going to listen to what you have to say unless they buy into you first and they need to know you and trust you. And of course that is done best in relationships and perhaps in person, but we don't always have the opportunity to be with people in person or at least not as much. And so I think social media is such a huge opportunity for us as followers of Jesus to magnetize people to us, to attract people to us by how we speak and how we post and what we do and how we share so that they, they can't help, but want to pay attention to what we're doing and what we're sharing. And then that kind of builds that trust and opens that door a little bit more and more so that they think that's someone who I like, and I want more of what they have. So I think that's a really good thing to think about too, especially if you're a Christian, um, you know, 
is this something that's going to bring people closer to Jesus or like give us all a bad name and push it, push farther away? I think that's really important. That is super important. And I think you touched on it really, really well there. If your goal and your mindset, even if you're sharing something specifically about Jesus, about your faith, if your goal and your mindset uh, is to do that, then thinking through what's my relationship level like with these people, with this person, do they trust me? Those are all really good questions to think through. I'm curious from your side of things, when you share about your faith, when you share the fact that you follow Jesus through social, what does that look like? And what have you learned maybe through, as you say, uh, your time on social or the internet really? Yeah. Well, I think as humans, since the beginning of time, we have connected through stories like facts tell, but stories sell that will never change. People just love to hear stories. And so I think a person's testimony is always the best way to bring people in. And so just watching my own story unfold, you know, being, I was raised Catholic. I've always believed in God. But until I came to the Ridge, I didn't really understand that relationship part and that living your faith all week long and just being in communication with God all week long. Like I never understood any of that. So that's really, that's really what I try to do is just share my story. Like I got baptized. I'm serving. This is what happened in Ridge kids with my kids this week. Just sharing real life and making, I think making people think like, Oh, that sounds really nice. I want to feel that way. That's, that's, I think the power of just sharing your, your story. So what I, what I'm hearing you say is really for you, when you're thinking through sharing your faith, when you're thinking through that, I don't really even know if you'd say, maybe you wouldn't even say it this way, but there's this thought process of, Hey, I'm going to share the areas that God is moving in my life. Um, as they're happening or as I'm doing something. So if you want to show how God is really impact your peace, you might talk about that specific thing instead of with the opposite approach might be saying, Hey, God gives you peace versus yours would be, Hey, when I was experiencing this, I was praying about it and this happened. Um, And similar with serving and how God is moving your life in that way. Uh, So it's all kind of rooted in your personal experiences with Jesus. Yes. And like you said, showing, not telling, and even just not even with my whole Ridge experience and church experience, but also weaving God into, wow, does God work in cool ways? Like weaving him into what, what's been happening with, for example, finding a house or something I've been praying about for my kids or, and then he shows himself. And then to share those stories of like, wow, because really those types of things happen more and more as you're on this journey with Jesus and people who aren't there yet can't quite understand it. But if you share those things repeatedly, I think they get more and more curious about like, what is this like? And I think I want that in my life. And I mean, it gives people permission to share their version of that as well, which I think is super impactful. So switching gears a little bit, I know. So when you're thinking through posts, what type of filter do you typically use when you're trying to choose what to post? Yeah, I, because yes, I do have it often. I think in that lens of like, oh, I should post that. Oh, I should post that. And then there are many things that don't make it to Facebook and Instagram. And that's probably <laughs> for the best. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like narrating your day all day. Like, oh, I should share that. 
But I think for me, it's the highlights and it's the things that I know I'm going to want to look back on. You know, time goes so fast and we do these fun things and I just want to have them to show up in my time hop someday and to be able to look back on. But also I do look through that lens of similar to the Ridge. Like, is this helpful? Is this hopeful? Is this going to make people feel better or worse when they're scrolling through their feed? Are they going to feel uplifted or happy or or are they just going to feel, blech? you know, like I do think yeah. about other people too. I think about myself and I think of other people. So you mentioned kind of this a little bit earlier on, but you talked about, or we kind of had this concept of, you know, people will maybe not always comment or post positive things about it. How do you deal with negative comments or negative uh, responses to things you post? Granted, that's an assumption that sometimes people do post those things, but I guess I don't know for sure, but. Well, and I've talked about how I have evolved and I don't post as many silly complaints. And I also don't post, not that I was posting a lot of inflammatory things, but I have my beliefs and my politics and I feel passionately about them. And uh, I, I used to post them more. And then yes, you will absolutely get negative comments. Once in a while, I get a negative comment on something that shouldn't elicit any sort of negative response because some people are just like that. Um, and I think it depends on the relationship with the person, whether it's some random friend who you've never actually met. Cause I have some of those on, on social media, or if it's like my brother, for example, right. you know, it's, it's yeah, very yeah. different. Um, but I think, you know, if it's a super negative, ugly comment that you just don't want on your page, you can delete that. You have the power to do that. I think sometimes you can delete it and then message the person outside of that and have a conversation behind the scenes. And I think some things, if they are a worthy argument, even if you maybe don't agree with it, I think you can engage in a respectful way, you know, no name calling, no like fighting. I don't tolerate that on my social media platforms, but I think sometimes you can have healthy discussions with people and come to a resolution where you both walk away, maybe having learned something about the other person. What's the separator for you? Like when a conversation becomes unhealthy and to be fair, I'm sure a lot of us have like our own internal, like it's one of those things where you know it when you see it. Yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, it definitely depends on the situation, but I think, I'm learning this more and more in my age that we are all very different and God wires us differently on purpose. And the way one person acts is not, or thinks or feels or reacts is not going to be the same as me. And I try to allow the space for people to share their input with me. But if it starts to get insulting, like, like a personal attack, or I just know we're not going anywhere. Like, as I said, life is short time is precious. I don't have time to be engaging with stuff like that. So if it gets to that point and we're not, we're not helping each other in any way, I'm just going to cut it off. Sounds wise to me. All right. So yes. Is there anything else you'd, you'd like to share with us, Erin? Uh, one other thing I was thinking about when I said earlier that I understand that we all have varying levels of the desire to open up and share. I, I think 
most of us are on social media and there are a lot of people who just choose not to post and they kind of lurk and take it all in. And that's okay. Uh, I think if you're not posting a lot, it's still a great thing to like and love and share positive comments because the people who are putting the stuff out there, that makes them feel good, you know? But I also think that I talked about vulnerability and sharing. And even if it is a slightly uncomfortable thing, again, as Christians, I think our story and our experience can really help people. It can help make them feel better. It can inspire them. It can bring them to Jesus. And so even if you're a little scared of sharing, um, it can be such a positive thing. You know, Brene Brown talks about vulnerability being something that we want to see and we love to see in other people, but we struggle with it ourselves. But it's like, if no one's willing to get in the arena, there's nothing there, you know? So the more people we have sharing the light and the hope and the positive stuff out there, the better it's all going to be. So I just encourage people to, push through the fear and come from a place of wanting to connect and help other people. I think that's a great reminder for, for me as well. Cause I, there are moments definitely when I'm more of a lurker than I am a poster. Mm -hmm. I'm a post something. It's probably because I thought it was hilarious and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's when I want to post it. Um, but I think that's a great reminder of two things you said there. One just the the power of a like or a comment that's that's uplifting and what a simple thing for us lurkers to mm -hmm. give uh without it costing us much mm -hmm. so to someone who's maybe being vulnerable so if you see someone sharing their story commenting liking things like that uh two i had a uh an earlier podcast episode we have an interview with mark where he's taught he he shares how you can succinctly in less than two minutes kind of share your story. So if anyone's listening right now um, and you're thinking, oh, I don't even know how I'd go about sharing this, my story or anything like that, mm -hmm. I'd encourage them to kind of head back and uh, listen to some of that. But mm -hmm. anyway, Aaron, thank you so much. I love the social media talk. I love the idea of using it in a really positive, uplifting way. Um, so thank you. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, this was great. Thanks for having me. Well, that was my conversation with Aaron. Thank you so much for listening. And if you really enjoyed this podcast, you want to hear some more hopeful and helpful stuff, I want to encourage you to subscribe, share with someone who you think could use it, and 